Hey y'all, it's Mackenzie Fox. I'm back at Joe with episode 44 of Just Mackenzie Things. And I am not going to lie, I am dragging today because I'm very tired. Uh, one of my childhood best friends got married yesterday. Uh, we have been friends since fourth grade. So we were like best friends all throughout like elementary school, junior high, high school. And like obviously she stayed a lifelong friend. And so I got to be at her wedding. And I love being in weddings. Um, this was my fourth wedding I got to be a bridesmaid in. And every time, I just like it more. Um, I think it's so fun uh, to get, like, all the food and the drinks and you get to dance. I think it's a great time. So, I had fun at my uh, friend's wedding last night. And now I'm about to get ready to go to church. And then we have a level up practice all day. And speaking of level up and in that realm of topic, uh, a couple, or not a couple weeks ago, last week I posted on my Instagram and I was like, hey, what should I talk about? And two people were like, talk about dance life. And I was like, okay, easy enough. So today I'm going to talk about um, dancer life, but more specifically, I want to talk about embracing the season of dance that you're in. And what exactly do I mean by this? So when I look at my dance life, I feel like I've done it all. Um, I was a studio dancer. I was a high school prom girl. I started teaching dance when I was 15. I, I taught the littles, you know, every dance teacher always teaches the preschool dancers at some point in their life. So I taught the, the littles, the little preschoolers. And then when I was around like 18, I started teaching competitive. So I started teaching the older girls. Um, I started teaching privates. Actually, privates I started when I was like 15. But I taught privates. I choreographed solos. Then in college, I got into college palm, which helped me get into like college judging. So now I judge for colleges. And um, I choreograph for different high schools. So I feel like I've gotten to do a lot with dance and I love that. But when I kind of like chunk my life up into like year by year with dance, like even just a year ago, um, things were so different. Like last year I wasn't teaching at a studio um, and then, or yeah, I was not teaching in a studio. I was just doing level up in private. And then the year before, I was just doing Level Up and choreography. Um, and then the year before, I started Level Up. The year before, I was like full-time studio girl um, and college pong girl. So, like, I just feel like every year I'm different with dance. And it's, like, kind of scary but also cool. And here's why. And here's how I think this relates to you. So, I think oftentimes, just in life in general, we're always like, oh, my gosh, like, this is where I need to be. You know, like, we think of somewhere that we need to be in life and we're like this is where we need to be and especially for me with dance I feel like I put um a lot of like outside expectation on dance for me like what does the outside world think of me like with what I'm doing in the dance world um and this was like a huge um insecurity I had in college actually not an insecurity because I wasn't insecure it was just like I derived so much of my identity from being like a dance teacher and being a college pong girl and I mean obviously it was pretty easy to do that because that's what I did most of my time 
Um, I spent majority of my time being a college palm girl and being a dance teacher. So obviously a lot of my identity came from that. And so that was really what I was showing to the outside world. And then when I stopped college palm and I stopped teaching at a studio, it was essentially like I took like half of me or I just took like a half of myself and just like sliced it in half. Because it was like half of my being was being like a palm girl and a studio girl. So when I stopped that, I was like, what do I do? You know, because that's how a lot of people knew me as. So I was like, well, how exactly, what are they going to know me as? You know, if I'm not doing those things. So then we get to after um, I left the studio world, I started Level Up All Stars like within three months. And that was scary. You know, I, as a little girl, I always had a dream to own a dance studio. And I was very vocal about that as a little girl. Um, but my family, like, I will never forget just, like, dinner conversations with my granddad when I was super into studio dance as a child. And I would tell him, like, oh, one day I want to own a dance studio. I want to own a dance studio. And he'd be like, but do you want a family? And I never understood that. I was like, what? And, um... You know, I I can't stereotype all studio owners because this isn't the case for everybody. But I do, <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to be honest. I do look at a lot of studio owners and their, like, marital life or, like, family life isn't, like, fully intact. And I just think it's kind of impossible for it to be because you're so consumed with studio. And, like I said, I don't want anybody coming at me for that comment because I'm not saying that is um, applicable to everybody, but that is applicable to a lot, and that's factual. Um, you know, so back to it, I always wanted to own a studio, um, and then as I was in the studio world in college, I loved being a studio teacher, but when I was seeing the things that a studio owner had to do, I was like, yeah, no, like, I don't want to do this every day, um, or, like, studio owner things. I was just like, that's just too much of everything. It's like being a dance teacher um, times 500, basically, because you're doing so much extra. So, in my mind, I was like, okay, what's a way I can do a happy medium and, like, do my own thing but, like, not be a studio owner, which is what helped me create Level Up All Stars. And I was only 22 at the time, so I was, like, very... I wasn't scared, Um because I'm not, like, scared to do much, but I was just, like, I guess worried about how it was going to go. Um, the first year, it went awesome. I mean, it's gone awesome all four years, but it's changed every single year. And so, I don't want to keep going on about, like, my life with dance, but what I want to tell you, because I'm assuming if you've listened this long, you're a dancer, is that you need to enjoy where you're at in the season of life you're in with dance because you won't always have that like as other things change in your life it's the same thing with dance like it's never going to say or it's never going to stay the same um you know like let's say right now you're a like a studio competition dancer okay well obviously when you graduate you're not going to be that anymore and, you know, I look back at, like, my studio day days, like, where I learned how to dance and where I trained and where I got to, like, dance on stage and do solos and groups. And I was with, like, my high school best friends. Like, those were awesome moments of my life and, like, my dance life that, like, 
that season has come and gone. And so I will never get that again. Um, but then even putting it like now, like right now, I'm in year four of Level Up. And I'm teaching at two studios. And I'm doing privates. And I think about the people I work with, like those kids. And I'm like, okay, this is the season of life where like I get to work with these kids and this is the kids I have been blessed to work with right now and that season may never come again um and I definitely looked at that um when I taught at my studio in college or the studio I, I don't want to say my studio I, I say my studio is in like where I taught but in college where I taught for five years um obviously I bonded a lot with those students um because I was with them so that I was going into my fifth year there um, and that was extremely difficult to leave. Um, although I knew it was the right decision to leave that studio, it didn't make it any easier. But I still, you know, I don't, I don't really know if they realize or notice, but those kids that I worked with when I was 18 years old, like, in my mind, I will always think of them as, like, my first set of, like, studio comp kids and they might not even know that and some of them have graduated and some of them are seniors in high school and I started working with them when they were like nine but in my mind like that's who they always are to me and they'll always be like my first set of like studio kids so what I'm trying to say is like with dance um it's so easy to get wrapped up in like the competitive side of it and like you know, being the best at conventions and being the best at your solo and all of that stuff because I've been there. Like, I've been there where I was at conventions and I wanted to win the scholarship and even in college I wanted to win the All-American and just, I, I'm very competitive in nature. But what I'm trying to say is, like, make sure you're enjoying where you're at and, like, actually soak in what you're doing because... If you truly love dance, like, you will look back and remember, like, the feeling that those seasons of life gave you with dance. You won't remember. I mean, you will remember the wins. I'm not going to sit here and be like, I don't remember the times we won. But a perfect example is my college team is very well known for winning national championships. They've won six um, in 14 years, which is actually really impressive because – that's still considered a pretty new program. Um, but in my four years of being at OCU, I never won a national championship. I came very close to it. Uh, my sophomore year, we got second uh, at nationals. And then um, my senior year, nationals even got canceled. So I never won a national championship. But I still look at Palm and, like, it to me, it was never – about like the championship like I look back at like all of the friends I made from Palm and how much I respected my coach and how much I learned from my coach and just how much I enjoyed the experience of like being a college Palm girl and being a part of that team that like not winning a national championship like doesn't matter to me like I literally have a star tattoo on my body because of how much I liked that team and how much I loved that team and so what I'm trying to say is ending it up because I want to I've pretty much got to the point. Enjoy where you're at with dance. Um, have goals for where you want to go. But be present in where you are now. If you're a high school pawn girl, enjoy it. You're not always going to have the Friday night lights and the practices and the game day competitions and wearing that uniform and being with that set of people. 
Um, if you're at a studio, enjoy that dance that you're doing that you might already be sick of because it might actually be one of your favorite dances, but you've just done it too much. And the next year you're going to be like, dang, I really liked that dance. I wish I would have enjoyed it more. Um, or you're standing in a ballet class you're required to go to um, that's an hour and a half long um, because you're going to look back one day and be like, oh my gosh, like that's what made me a good dancer was that ballet class because that taught me technique. So just all of the things that like um, make up dance, I hope you enjoy them. Um, I hope if you're ever feeling a season of burnout in dance that you also vocalize that to somebody you trust. Um, it's really hard to feel like you're not feeling it anymore because you don't want to tell anybody out of like fear of like judgment um, because every dancer goes through through burnout so if you are feeling burnout like talk to somebody that you actually trust that can like walk you through that but anyways I hope you have a great Sunday thanks for listening I'm gonna go to church and then do some dancey things so have a good day